Now, when I lost 30 pounds, I didn't realize that the habits I had formed were key to helping me to lose the weight and to keep it off. The key to my success was due to my daily habits and routines. The key to happiness, wellness, and success in all areas of life comes from your daily habits. The first step is moving out of your comfort zone and deciding to start taking the steps. So how can you resist that brownie when faced with temptation? Well, that is exactly what I'm going to show you how to do in my upcoming Hack Your Habits Challenge. If you struggle with willpower or not making healthier choices more consistently, even when you know what the right ones are, you are going to love this challenge. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show, where you'll learn how to get your mind right so that your body will follow. I'm Trudy Stone, certified culinary nutritionist, TV guest expert, and author. After self-hacking my mind and body to lose 30 pounds, I now help busy, overwhelmed women use stress as their superpower so that they can rise above it and become more calm, resilient, and physically fit. Each week, not only will you learn nutrition and stress management habits, you'll also learn about the power of food to enhance your mental and physical well-being and how to overcome your battles with living a healthier lifestyle. The secret to eating healthier, improving your mood, and increasing your energy are not only about what you put in your stomach, it's also about what's going on in your brain. So congratulations on showing up. I promise to support you on your health journey with every single episode. Let's begin. Most people abandon their New Year's resolutions by January 19th. Don't let that happen to you. Are you ready to develop healthy habits that stick? Now you can improve your health and feel great in just five days without dieting with the Hack Your Habits Challenge. During the Hack Your Habits Challenge, you'll learn how to ditch your bad habits and create consistency with eating healthy, how to make time for eating healthier and a healthier lifestyle even when life gets crazy how to overcome a lack of motivation and willpower, and how to get back on track with your healthy habits when you fall off course. Click the link in the show notes to save your spot. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show. This is culinary nutritionist Trudy Stone, and I am so grateful that you tuned in today. This is our first episode of the new year, and I hope that you had a safe and restful holiday season with friends and family. But look, I have a question for you. How do you want to feel this year? The start of the new year, it always brings so many possibilities. We have the best of intentions and we want to do all of the things to lose weight or eat healthier. But today, instead of talking about resolutions, which most people break every day, again, by January 19th, actually is what the the studies show. Today, we're going to talk about how to set intentions so that you can feel your very best this year and make it easier to do so. Now, many people, and you may relate to this, know what they need to do to make improvements to their health, but they don't do it. Now, this is called the knowing doing gap, and it's the disconnect between knowledge and action. So let's talk about some ways that you can take action. Okay, I think I have about six ways here for you today. All right, so the first one is your why. Now, this is an important and often overlooked one because at the start of the new year, people just want to mindlessly jump right in and lose weight without asking themselves why. You know, we want to think beyond the obvious here of, you know, fitting into those jeans or having a flatter tummy. It always, and it always starts with the question, why? 
In order to be successful at losing weight or even eating healthier, making those healthier eating habits, you need to understand your why. Is it so that you can have more energy to keep up with your kids? Is it so that your pre-diabetes diagnosis doesn't turn into full-blown type 2 diabetes? Is it because you want to be more mobile and ease pressure on your joints? What is your why? You need to figure that out so that you, when you wake up, you will say, I will do this even when I don't feel like it. So that you can say, I will do whatever it takes to overcome temptation and quitting and making excuses. And because of my why, I won't allow anything to get in my way. Now, when you have that within you, you'll achieve anything you want, whether it's weight loss, whether it's, I don't know, running a marathon or maybe even starting a new business or a new career. Now, if cookies are your weakness, like they are mine, you know, before you eat it, you probably think of all the reasons why you want to eat that cookie, how good it's going to taste, that it's going to make you feel better. Spoil alert. It won't. Okay. And that you just have to have it. So instead, think back to your why. Start by asking yourself, what is my why? And why do I want to lose weight? Or why do I want to make changes to my health? Then ask yourself, how will eating this make me feel about myself? And how will eating this, will this actually bring me closer to my goal? Now, I want you to do this each time you're about to give into a craving or when you're faced with temptation. Just pause for a moment and take a moment to check in with yourself and ask yourself a couple of questions. Okay. Now this is not to say that you should never eat the cookie again. Okay. Cause we all love the cookies, right? <laughs> or the chips or whatever your vice may be. But again, you want to make sure that what you're eating is aligned with your why, because when you fall out of alignment with what you say you want, but what you actually do that's when, you know, that self-confidence starts to erode. And we all know that the type of cycle that that creates when it comes to your eating habits. Now, weight loss and developing healthier habits, it's a journey. Okay. So I also want you guys to think about that. It's not a sprint. It's a journey. You're going to have days where you feel on top of the world. Like I'm doing this, I'm nailing this. And you're also going to have days where you feel like you failed. Like you're never going to get this right. You're never going to be able to follow through on making those healthy changes. That is totally normal. Those ups and downs. Now, being able to strongly align and stay committed with your why of losing weight or eating healthier, that's going to allow you to dust off your shoulders and get back into the saddle. So always reflect back on your why of why you started this health journey and keep going. Okay. So the first one is your why. The second one is accountability. Now in my book, Unbreakable, I told the tale of two sisters who were in my weekly workout class. Now we developed an accountability system and we became accountable to each other to attend that class each week. Class was body pump. Okay. But anybody who knows body pump. Now, if one of us was running late, the other one would set up the equipment to make sure that it was easier to jump into the workout as soon as we arrived. Okay. Now, if one of us didn't show up, we would text each other to find out what was up. Now, having this mini accountability group and knowing that someone was looking out for me and had my back, that was key to attending the class each week. And it really did make all the difference with losing weight. It also made working out more fun, right? Because now you had other people, you know, doing it with you or kind of cheering you on or you had other people that you were accountable to and vice versa, right? It also put my pride on the line because I knew that someone was going to call me out for not staying true to my commitment to myself. So who can you get to hold you accountable? I often find with my clients that they don't want to tell people when they're losing weight because they think to themselves, well, 
if I tell people that I'm losing weight or if I tell people I'm trying to eat healthier and then I'm not doing that or that doesn't actually happen, then I'm going to feel like a failure, right? But see, right there, you're already setting yourself up for failure. So I want you to start paying really close attention. Make this one of your intentions for 2022 to start paying really close attention to the language that you use. Instead of thinking about all the things that could go wrong in terms of developing healthier habits or losing weight, I want you to think about all of the things that could go right. Those things that even often extend beyond weight loss, like, you know, having greater confidence in yourself, maybe, you know, younger looking skin, a better sex drive. And definitely when you start changing those healthy habits, and start eating healthier, your energy levels are going to increase, right? And then you're going to have more energy to do some of those things in your life, like maybe even having more sex with your partner. Let's just talk about it. We got to talk about this stuff, right? So finding someone to keep you accountable, it's also helpful for feedback and reinforcement. So it can be helpful to get feedback from, um, from outside sources. So having a friend or a health coach, you know, having that person regularly check in with you, it can provide you with an external measuring stick. Okay. So in fact, that's why many of my clients hire me. It's not that they don't know what to do or they don't know what to eat, but they're looking for that accountability from someone to help them to troubleshoot when they fall off course. Now, feedback about your diet or your exercise routine, it can provide motivation or even help you to adjust your behavior or just help you to troubleshoot. That outside feedback can really be helpful to you to you know, keep your expectations ambitious, but also realistic. And that's why my upcoming Hack Your Habits Challenge, you're going to get that accountability you need without remaining stuck. And a lot of people are just stuck. They don't know what to do. They don't know where to start. This is what I always hear from people. I just don't know how to get started. And in this challenge, that's exactly what I'm going to show you how to do. So this means that you can stop making the same mistakes over and over again so that you can stop wasting time. Okay. So that you can get and stay motivated until you reach your goal. So you're going to receive daily motivation for five days so that making healthy changes becomes easier. So click on the link in the show notes to save your spot. Okay. So the first one is your why. The second one is your accountability, all right? And the third one is macro and micro goals, okay? So you wanna focus on micro goals instead of macro goals. So what's the difference you might be thinking? Well, a macro goal is your bigger goal. So say, for example, losing 30 pounds. I'm just gonna say that because that was my goal. Okay, actually, that wasn't even my goal. My goal was actually 20 pounds and I ended up losing 30, okay? Now, micro goals are all the little things that you do that lead to you achieving that macro goal. Now, everyone wants to focus on the big number or the macro goal instead of all of the steps that it takes to get there. Even if you're not trying to lose weight, but want to make changes in your diet to eat healthier every day, this is important. So here's the thing. A lot of people become really mentally overwhelmed, striving to achieve that big macro goal. And that overwhelm usually leads to giving up. Okay. And I'm sure somebody listening to this right now has been in that spot. I've been in that spot, right? But when you break it down into micro goals, and this is really important because at the start of the year, like I said earlier, we want to do all of the things, right? So this is why this is really important because when you break it down into micro goals, let's say, for example, I want to lose two pounds at a time or like, you know, one pound a week, it seems more attainable. Okay. Plus this type of goal setting allows you to celebrate the small victories and those small victories, That's what gives you momentum. That's what gives you motivation. 
And that's another thing I, I keep hearing is I just can't get, can't, I can't get motivated. And it starts with getting those small wins. That's what gives you momentum. That's what continues to feed that motivation. Now, if you're someone who eats a lot of sugar or let's say junk food or processed foods and hasn't even looked at spinach or, you know, um, cabbage or cauliflower and God knows how long don't commit immediately to eating salads every single day. Okay. Just don't do it. Don't set yourself up like that. Instead, you have to ease your way in to allow your body to adjust. If you try to change too much too soon, you know, any unpleasant symptoms and difficulties to sticking to this new way of eating, that might actually discourage you from continuing on your path to wellness or weight loss, okay? And again, it's going to it's going to crush your motivation because now you've said you want to do all those things and you haven't done all those things. So then now you feel like a failure and you want to give up, okay? So the micro goals are really important. So you need to transition in small increments by setting those micro goals. So start slowly by, you know, crowding out the processed food and the junk food. You know, as a starting point, I would say don't even have it in your house. Okay. But more on that later. Now, let's say in the first week, let's, this is the first week, right? Of the new year. So let's say in the first week, maybe you just focus by, you know, on adding uh, more, I don't know, more veggies and fruits to your meals. Okay. Now I recommend adding more greens, which are really amazing for so many different things in your body, like weight loss, youthful skin, um, lowering inflammation. And really important now is supporting your immunity. Okay. So maybe you just start with adding a green smoothie for breakfast each morning. Okay. Even if you don't have time to chop up greens, maybe just get a greens powder. There's lots of really great greens powders right now on the market. And you can just take a scoop of that and you can just pop it in your smoothie in the morning, or you can take a scoop of that and maybe just put it in a jar with some water or maybe even some coconut water and just shake that up. And now you got your, your, your um, daily serving of greens, right? So just try to think about different ways that you can incorporate greens into your life. Okay. Now, some other micro goals could include things like, you know, and I recommend this one, especially at the start of the new year is organizing your pantry and your cabinets. Okay. Um, you know, put health promoting spices like turmeric at the front. Okay. When you're organizing your fridge, make sure that you have like, let's say if you're going to buy, I don't know, like baby carrots or whatever that might be, put that at the front of your fridge so that when you open your fridge, that's one of the first things that you see. Okay. Now, another one could be adding more fiber to your diet. Okay. With chickpeas or beans or lentils and all of those foods actually will help you to curb your appetite and definitely those sugar, um, the sugar cravings as well. Okay. Um, another micro goal could be packing a healthy lunch for work once a week. Okay. We're not going to say, okay, we're going to eat healthy for lunch every single day. Don't set yourself up like that. If you've never done that before, or if you order out all the time, okay. Try just focusing on packing a healthy lunch for work once a week and then build from there. You know, maybe that lunch includes a salad with, you know, some fiber rich chickpeas, or maybe your lunch is like a baked sweet potato with black beans and some veggies, right? Some bell peppers or some onions, that sort of thing, right? That's really delicious. By the way, I do that for lunch sometime and it's, it's incredible. (laughs) Um, Maybe another micro goal is cutting back on soda. And I'm just saying all of the things, some things here are coming top of mind with some of my things, uh, things that clients of mine have struggled with or, you know, things that I've recommended to them. Okay. Um, another one could be cutting back on soda. A lot of my clients, when they first start working with me, they have issues with soda. They're drinking soda constantly all the time, right? So maybe you cut back on soda by, you know, choosing one day per week that you're not going to drink soda. Okay. And the reason why this is important specifically to soda is because sugar sweetened beverages are the number one source of sugar in the standard American diet. So that really would be a great place to start. 
Um, another micro goal could be um, practicing mindful breathing to help you to eliminate stress. And stress can definitely prevent you from hitting your weight loss goals. In fact, it could be detrimental against your weight loss goals. So you can even just begin your day with a few, um, what I like to call grateful breaths, where you just think about the things that you're grateful for with each breath. You know, even just taking five to 10 breaths a day can really help you to get centered. Okay. So I want you to think about that right now. What micro goal are you going to focus on this week? I'm pausing because I'm, I want you to think about this. I'm serious. I'm giving you guys homework this week. <laughs> All right. So the third one is don't break the chain. All right. So now you've got your why of why you want to lose weight or why you want to eat healthier, develop your healthy habits. Hopefully you've signed up for the challenge to get that accountability, right? And now you've picked your micro goal. So now that you've determined what your micro goal is, it's time to track it. And here's a simple trick to do that. It's called don't break the chain. And this method is thought to have been developed by the comedian Jerry Seinfeld when he wanted to get into the habit of writing a joke each day. So here's how you can apply this to hitting your health goals. Now, let's say, for example, you decided you wanted to drink eight glasses of water a day. Now, once you've decided what your goal is, pull out a calendar for the whole year. Okay. When you complete that challenge or whatever that thing is, or when you drink those eight glasses of water, right. For the day, um, put a red X through the calendar for that day. And then for each following day that you do your new habit until a small chain forms. Now, there are some studies that say that it takes 21 days to develop a habit, but it's actually more like 66 days. Okay. So for the first two months, it's crucial that the chain not be broken if you're going to do this. Okay. Now there's two reasons why this don't break the chain method works. The first one, you get a hit of dopamine. That's the feel good hormone that you get each time you put a red X to your calendar because you get that sense of accomplishment. Now our brains are wired to repeat actions that give us that hit of dopamine. Okay. Hello, Instagram, right? Instagram gives us that hit of dopamine every single time we, you know, double tap and we like a photo, right? So the second reason why this don't break the chain method works is loss aversion. As that chain starts to get longer and longer, the stakes rise. And then we feel like we have more to lose, right? And we're also wired to avoid pain and to seek pleasure. Okay. So again, how can you use this method to make your healthy habits stick? Break out your calendar. Okay. And the first day that you don't do your bad habit, maybe you want to um, eat less sugar. Okay. So maybe every day where you don't eat sugar, maybe you put, maybe it's the cookie. So maybe each, each and every day that you don't eat the cookie, you put a red X through the calendar, right? Or each and every day that you have those eight glasses of water, you put the red X on the calendar. Okay. And hopefully in 66 days, your habit's going to be broken. But if not, don't feel discouraged because it can take people anywhere from 18 to 254 days to break a habit. Okay. And I did the research on this. I wrote the book. All right. So don't get discouraged. I think the most important part is, you know, if you do fall off track or if you do, you know, if you're doing this method and maybe there's one day you don't have the red X, don't focus on the day that you don't get the red X on the calendar. Okay. I just want you to just make the next day better. What can I do? Okay. I didn't do this thing yesterday. So what can I do today? Right. So just keep moving forward. Just keep doing something to move you in the direction of your goals. Now, if you don't want to use a calendar, right? Cause I guess maybe that's old school for some people, <laughs> you know, there's some apps that you can use. Um, there's uh, momentum, um, chains, and there's also one called, I think it's called, um, Habatica as well. Okay. Now I want you to remember this success doesn't happen by chance. 
The way all people achieve real success is by focusing on their daily processes because that is what shapes every aspect of their lives. They succeed by transforming habits one by one. Now, because breaking bad habits is something that a lot of people struggle with, that's why I'm hosting a five-day challenge called the Hack Your Habits Challenge, where you'll learn how to break bad habits and make healthy ones stick. If you're interested in learning how to break your bad habits, all you need to do is click the link in the show notes to save your spot. All right, so the next tip is your environment, okay? Your environment is stronger than your willpower. And I always hear about will, I just don't have the willpower. I can't say no to the cookies. I don't have the willpower. I can't say no to the wine. Now, if you think your lack of willpower is the major reason why you can't eat healthy and break your bad habits, the bad news is you're wrong. The good news is there's an easier way. The flowers in your home. Um, you know, the candy bowl on your desk of the office, right? Or maybe on the desk on your home desk, right? Or the fresh fruit in your kitchen. Um, all of these are part of your environment. Each of these things trigger you to do different things, regardless of whether or not you feel motivated. For example, when I was losing weight, I had a huge sweet tooth and I always had cookies in the house. Okay. In fact, I kept them right on the kitchen counter. So it was easy for me to reach for them when a snack attack hit. All right. I know you guys can relate to that or some of you, at least anyways, maybe for you guys, it's chips, right? Now, when I made the commitment to myself to stick to my weight loss goals, I replaced the cookies with my favorite fruit. I bought a nice bowl. Okay. And I kept it stocked with fresh fruit and I put it right on my kitchen counter. Okay. So you see what I did there? I replaced my bad habit instead of completely trying to break it. Okay. Um, whenever I felt like having a snack, I retrained my brain to reach for the fruit instead. Not having the cookies in the house also made this much easier since I didn't have to rely on one ounce of willpower. Now environment or location, it's the most explosive trigger of mindless habits. So my cookie conundrum, (laughs) that is the perfect example. Grabbing a cookie when I sat down to watch my favorite TV show, um, that was a mindless habit. And most of the time, your habits and your behaviors are simply just a response to your environment. Now, in order to be successful at replacing your bad eating habits, you need to minimize the steps required to replace that habit. A great place to start is your kitchen. Your kitchen is a sacred space. It is the heart and soul of your home. It is the place where you keep the ingredients that will make delicious meals and that will nourish you and help you to transform your habits and ultimately your body. Having health promoting ingredients in a well-organized kitchen will remove willpower from the equation and take the stress out of staying on track with achieving your health and weight loss goals. I want you to ask yourself, what is one thing I can do to create a no fail environment so that I don't have to rely on willpower? We'll also talk about in the challenge about how you can set up your environment for success so that I can support you and cheer you on. All right. So my last tip is habits. So speaking of willpower, many people believe they could improve their lives if only they had more of that magical power known as willpower. Can you relate to that? Every day in one way or another, you use some form of willpower. Okay. You resist the urge to get, um, a double chocolate muffin for breakfast 
or, you know, to grab a, a side salad when you really want the fries. But, you know, there's a growing research that shows that repeatedly resisting temptation takes a mental beating. Habits eliminate the need for willpower and self-control. This is why habits are so crucial and why I wrote a book all about it. So habits help us to conserve brain power and self-control. So yes, I get it. It does take self-control to establish the habit, but once the habit is in place, you're good to go. And I always use the analogy or the analogy that it's kind of like when you set up, I don't even know if people use these anymore, but kind of like when you set up your DVR to record your favorite TV show each week. So habits make changes easier by freeing you from decision-making and exerting self-control. You are the sum of your habits. Those things that you do consistently. I believe that your health and your wellness, they're not a destination. It's a way of eating and living on a daily basis. Small things that are done each and every day on an ongoing journey to feel and be your best. Everything that we've talked about in this episode, it all comes down to habits. Okay, so back in episode four, how to lose weight without diet or exercise, I talked about the habit loop, which is the way that habits, both good and bad, are developed. So the habit forming process itself is called the habit loop, okay? And that loop consists of three things. So first of all, it's the trigger, right? So the trigger is the thing that triggers your habit. It's the thing that tells your brain, hey, you know, it's time to go into automatic mode and which habit to use. So think about it like you're in your driveway and you put your car into reverse and then you reverse out of your driveway, right? You don't think about any of those things. It's just wired into your brain. It's automatic, right? Then there's the routine. The routine is exactly what it sounds like. It's, it's the behavior itself or the action that you take. Okay. Then there's the reward. So the reward is the benefit that you gain from the behavior. It really is that thing that makes you want to repeat that habit. Okay. So you can think about it as also the thing that motivates you to do whatever that behavior is. Like maybe it's the cookie cause the cookie tastes good, or maybe it's the cookie cause the cookie makes you feel, gives you more energy when you're, you know, um, falling asleep at your desk at 3 PM right? Now, most people obsess over breaking bad habits when the focus should be on replacing bad habits. So to change a habit, you must keep the old trigger and deliver the old reward, but insert a new routine. Now, when I lost 30 pounds, I didn't realize that the habits I had formed were key to helping me to lose the weight and to keep it off. The key to my success was due to my daily habits and routines. The key to happiness, wellness, and success in all areas of life comes from your daily habits. The first step is moving out of your comfort zone and deciding to start taking the steps. So how can you resist that brownie when faced with temptation? Well, that is exactly what I'm going to show you how to do in my upcoming Hack Your Habits Challenge. If you struggle with willpower or not making healthier choices more consistently, even when you know what the right ones are, you are going to love this challenge. During the Hack Your Habits Challenge, you're going to learn how to ditch your bad habits and create consistency with eating healthy, how to make time for eating healthier and a healthier lifestyle, no matter how busy you are how to overcome a lack of motivation and willpower and how to get back on track with your healthy eating habits when you fall off course. And a lot of us have fallen off course over the pandemic and that's okay, right? Tomorrow's a new day. We can always start again, 
Okay. And that is what the hack your habits challenge is going to show you how to do. So if you're interested in learning how to break your bad habits, all you need to do is click on the link in the show notes below and save your spot. Thanks for listening to this episode of the mind your body show. I hope that you learned something new to help you transform your life and your body. For more after the show, make sure to head over to trudyestone.com. That's where you'll find all of the show notes. Also make sure to head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a rating to let us know what you thought about the episode. And remember, get your mind right and your body will follow. Thanks for tuning in.